did that scream or yell. And just like, that's not a bear. And it must be like 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm just like freaking out. It's like time froze. I'm just sitting there watching him. I'm just like, holy crap. Welcome back to the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I'm Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Brian. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm excited. We got uh, big plans, big, big plans coming up. We do. We do. We are going to be attending and be a vendor at the Midwest Annual Paranormal Festival. That's right, in Iowa. In Iowa. And that is August 20th through the oh, 22nd. Man. That's right. I, I hope uh, I hope everybody can make it out there and hang out with us and absolutely let us meet you and just have fun right what we're looking at doing is setting up a live uh broadcast with our podcast going on there in the booth and uh yep. selling some merchandise as well uh we're gonna have hats and shirts and mugs and all that kind of stuff with our logos and whatnot and different right. bigfoot logos um and we just encourage people to stop by sit down do a little talking we can do some yeah. recording um, yeah talk with us and hang uh, out you know it's gonna be a good time man i'm excited about it for sure yeah i am too this will be our first our first show our first show and we're gonna yeah, attend as so. many as we possibly can in the future and, and we're gonna try it, so. yep we're gonna yeah. try and hopefully get out there and meet meet everybody and and uh just yeah. have fun hang out and have a good time that's what it's about so once again the midwest annual paranormal festival august 20 through 22nd guys in iowa uh if you can make it please come on out it's marshall it out town. There, yeah. marshall town iowa is the location of that by the way <laughs> it's kind of outside of des moines a little bit have a, have you ever been to yeah. iowa before brian i have uh, des moines yeah i've never been i don't think i was young i was younger but yeah yeah i went there i wonder if they're seeing um some cryptid creatures there in iowa somewhere along with this paranormal thing well maybe it maybe kind of includes all that stuff right maybe. Yeah, it uh, pretty much encompasses everything. Right. Anyway, uh, probably a lot of UFO sightings and stuff out there in Iowa. Could be. Could be. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's quit yammering and bring our guest Nathan on. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Nathan was working in Oklahoma as a pipe welder and had some uh, crazy stuff going on. Yeah, that's what I hear. So, Man, this is going to be fun to hear. It will. It will. So let's bring him on. You ready? Yep, let's All do right, it. Here we go. Nathan, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, thank you for having me out. No problem. We appreciate it, man. So, Nathan, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Um, we'll get into your encounter here in a little bit, but um, where are you from? Um, what, what's your history there? Uh, I'm from Amarillo, Texas. It's just where I was born. Um, I spent a lot of time down in East Texas. That's where my grandparents uh, primarily lived. Um, and then whenever I was... Uh, about 10 or 12, I had to move down to Houston for medical issues. And then I uh, became a welder. Uh, I started the pipeline. That's about it. Okay. Welder. So what was going on um, when you had your encounter? What were you doing? Where were you at? What was the situation um, at that, that time of? So I was north or uh, east of Tulsa, probably about an hour or two. Mm-hmm. 
um, it was called, um, there's no really towns close to by to where it was. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the town? Do you remember? Uh, you said you're northeast of, of Tulsa? Uh, yeah. I'm looking on a map to see kind of where you're, you might think you might have been. Um, uh, it says Sabine County. Sabine uh, County. There, okay. There's the Neosho River that was like right by where I had been working. Okay. But the, the, the area around there is huge. Gotcha. Okay. So what were you doing that day? What was going on? Uh, so I was in, uh, west of Tulsa earlier on that day. And then I had gotten a call from somebody from the union that I worked for asking me to basically go down and help these guys. Cause, uh, a group of the, these guys, they just left up and smoke. They just would not call, would not answer. No show, uh, didn't even start on anything. They were just supposed to be there. And just to get a lay of what they're needing to do. And they never showed. Uh, So I got called down there. Normally it'd be one or two more people, but I got the shorthand of the stick. So uh, now with the area that there is uh, a national park right up north of it. It's called the Spavinia Hill State Game Refuge. And then there's something called a Blue Hole Park. Okay. And there's all sorts of lakes, rivers, stuff like that, ponds. Right around that area that I was working in. Uh Yeah. That's interesting Um, because every time, most times when people have encounters, there's always some kind of reservoir or, you know, wooded area like that close by Mm -hmm. but um leading up to the encounter i know that the first day that i got there uh i wasn't really feeling right i just something was always wrong i never really just get a hang of it you know just i was always constantly looking over my shoulders just feeling like something was watching me really Nathan, can you give us an outlay of the of the, your the scenery that you were looking at? What was around you? Like, what kind of was it? So, was it wooded or? Uh, it was kind of densely wooded. Uh, so right next to where I was welding, there's a big dip down. Uh, with trees and forests, and then there's some sort of like retention pond, and then to the left of me, or the the left of the site, it. There was a couple buildings. Uh, there's something about Siemens Energy or something, uh, but there wasn't many uh, many buildings out there, many people out there. Like I think whenever I would be going to work, I mean I'd only see probably about four to five people going down the road. But uh, as I'm looking at it, there's, I mean for the most part it's good. It's it's forced with a couple valleys and dips. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the first day that that all happened, um, 
I went to bed, which I had been sleeping in a camper, and I just put the camper down, like, right off to the road. There's a little rest stop area where you could just stop. And so I don't you know were, if it was... You were um, traveling with... You, you went to this spot, you were traveling, and you were, like, camping out at this spot while you were working, basically, is what was going on. Yeah, because there wasn't really any, uh, like, uh, hookup spots anywhere near close, so I just figured just... Because the spot that I stayed at was probably about five to ten miles away, just so I'd be closer to get to uh, get to the site. And I remember later on that night. I mean, I remember hearing my dog growl because my dog she goes to, she for the most part she she would be in the truck with me while I was at work. And I remember hearing her growl uh, at like a couple a couple of times during that night, and then she uh, just quit. So I don't know if that was necessarily a Bigfoot, but, uh, she, she's not really scared of a lot of things. Like I, she'll chase after freaking pigs. If I let her if I take her off the damn leash, but mm-hmm. what, uh, kind, of, what kind of dog part, is she? Uh, she's a lap pit mix. Okay. Wow. But, um, and the next day I, uh, I get there. And then I'm, so I get there and it's probably about 11 and I'm getting this section tied up because I was installing a basically top, uh, basically sampling wells so that they could check. I don't know. It was some sort of a liquid pipe. That's all I was told. So I was installing these sample pipes so that they could test whatever it was, see if there was any uh, debris floating in it. I don't know. We had to put these uh, floatable screens in there. Um, okay. And then, yeah, I I I figured it was gas or oil, but they didn't tell me anything about it. Okay. So it gets to about twelve o'clock or something. And I start t- packing my things up because I, I don't carry my phone on me. So I just go go constantly back in, in between the truck, uh, just checking on things. And I, it had been a while before I got got to the truck and I saw that it was 12 o'clock and I um, started uh, uh, packing everything up. And as I'm putting my tools away, I hear this these steps. It's like they're really heavy, but around that area it's like a lot of pine needles so you can't like really like hear the definite steps you just hear big like crashes of needles uh-huh. it, it's kind of weird if, if you don't live around here but uh-huh. um for the most part about every like 15 minutes it like take like two or three steps and i'm just sitting here i'm packing up all my stuff and they got to where it was probably about every five minutes where it was just kind of going back to my left and it kind of just shuffled its way to my right. And I just, I figured it was maybe deer or something. I don't know. I, I, I don't really, I'm not really a big hunter. So, I mean, I don't really go out in the woods that much. I just figured deer or something. Um, and think two days go by and I get to the job site at about 6 a.m. 
because I had installed two of those screens. Um, and then I start wrapping things up and I start taking some of my tools back. And as I'm rounding up my leads, I hear this like, ow. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I had my dog in the truck. And later on, whenever I looked at her in the truck, she had her head tilt all sideways. Like she was trying to figure out what the hell it was. But the hoo was like really weird. It was a bit lower pitched, just slightly lower pitched than what like an, an owl would be. But it lasted like a little bit too long, which threw me off. I was like, what the, what is that? Because cause it started off probably 100 to 200 feet away, and then it moved a little bit closer to my right. I'm like, what the hell is that? I, I didn't know. Just some crackhead owl in the middle of the night. Did you um, think it was still an owl, or did you think it was something else? Um, I kind of just thought it was an owl. I growing up i didn't really i mean i watched monster quest all the monster movies you could possibly think of but like i, I mean they didn't really talk about like the like the sounds that they made they just talked about like the footprints or like the smells mm-hmm. like on monster quest and stuff like that and i just Did you catch any I smell just, while you were yeah well as a few days go by i do and then looking back on it I, I kind of got mad whenever the real incident happened and I, and I, and I thought that somebody was screwing with me because there's a big rock treatment plant right uh, next to it or like a rock sifting uh, gravel pit. And I figured you know, night workers coming out there, smoke a cigarette or whatever the hell. Uh-huh. And they were screwing with me. Uh-huh. Um, so I got to work at about two o'clock and while I was welding, I just got that edgy feeling like on that first day, like, like something wasn't right. Now I'm just constantly looking back over my shoulder. You know, I just, I kind of get these weird, like goosebumps, chills. I don't know how to describe it. I'm just like, just something's not right. And I had, I had been working into the night and, with welding, you just got to pay full attention with me twitching and looking over my shoulder and all of that. I ended up screwing up that, that section of the pipe. Um, so I was n- there nearly till probably about 11 or 12. And then I'm rounding up the top of this. Hang on. Were you there by yourself? Yeah. I, they told me that they were having, trying to get more guys here, but, they were having some problem in Colorado or something. I don't know. It just sounded like they were kind of giving me the stick. Making and, excuses. Yeah. Nathan, when did this incident happen? I think. What year was it? Around. That would have been 2019. Okay. Because I was 21. Okay. Um. I think it was around August or September, probably in between those two. Gotcha. Um, and then 
So I'm I'm going back and I'm grinding on this pipe. You know, it, it causes a lot of noise. Um, I mean, even even working in a steel fab shop, I mean, before that, I was just, I couldn't even get over the sound. I don't like the sound of grinders. I, I never have. But Nobody does. Yeah, it was about 10 o'clock. And I just... I just got this horrible smell and I'm, and I'm sitting on top of the pipe grinding on top of it. I just get this horrible smell. Just like it, it, I think it was a person that was on your podcast. A, a couple is like, if you stayed there any longer, you were going to throw up. Uh-huh. I'm like, and I'm like gagging and I'm like dry heaving. And I, I stumble off the pipe and I'm, and I'm, and I run across my truck and I get a bottle of water and I'm like drinking it, just trying to get the, the smell out. Cause like you just, I know it's weird, but you can just smell it in the back of your throat. It just makes you want to gag. And I was just drinking water and I'm pouring it all over my face. Cause it, I, I, it was, my nose was running all the time at that time. I, I had snot and spit all over my face. Can I'm you like, describe the smell at all? It was like rotting corpse. And like wet dog, I know I hear that one a lot, but I could, I could, I could definitely smell the wet dog and like boys, uh, bo locker room, like it was just nasty, like I, I, it, it, like it was trying to get me the hell out of there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And like you guys, uh, think I've said, uh, how they can control it. You know, some people right. say they're like, oh, it just smelled like wet dog, and it just smelled bad. But like for some people, I've only heard a couple encounters where they're like gagging, and they're right. nearly throwing up all over the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a couple of those. <clears throat> it's like they're intentionally doing this to make you. Yeah, like yeah, the like smell, like the the light smell of people just say it just smell like a wet dog or like something dying. I think that's just their general smell. But then whenever they're trying to really get you the hell out. That's when they, 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 whether it's glands or something. Turn up the funk. Yeah. (laughs) Turn up the funk. I like that. Yeah. All right. So you went back to your truck and you're pouring water on your face and then what? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm leaning over this. I'm like, what the hell is that? I turn off my welder because I I wear a welding hood while I'm grinding. And so you can only really see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And after I, I, threw my welding hell and I ran into my truck and I poured the water over my face. I turned my, my welder off. Cause it's a big Kubota freaking diesel. I turn it off and I go over there. And I'm like, maybe something caught fire inside. I don't, cause they said that they flushed the lines or the, the pipe two weeks ago and it hasn't had anything in it since. So I didn't think so, but sometimes they leave plastic bits and stuff all over. And maybe that's what I was smelling. And I go out in there and there's nothing. And I, my truck, from my perspective, is on my back left corner. It's probably about 50 to 80 feet back because you have to hear what you're doing and all that. And, and I'm on the other side of the pipe and I'm looking underneath it. And I hear this, this growl, like it's just pure guttural. You know, it was just so powerful. It nearly, I mean, it, it scared the living hell out of me. And I remember just like sitting there looking over the pipe, just like stunned. And Could just you like, feel it? Could you feel it in your chest? I, 
I had my my left side, my like the left side of my torso laying, and I could I could almost like just feel like the the individual like stutters of the growl off the pipe. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, what the, what was that? And I, I, and it keeps on going. And I'm, I'm like, I, I just automatically go to bear. I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's a freaking bear out here in Oklahoma. <laughs> and I go to my truck and I grab, grab my, my Glock out of my, uh, out of my glove compartment. And then my shotgun out of my, out of my, uh, back of my seat in the back and I lean the, and I go back to the trench and I just, and I put the shotgun leaning up against the trick and I put the, the Glock in the back of my pants and I just start welding, just trying to get the hell out of there because the people, they, they'll give me crap or whatever saying that I didn't finish my job last night. It, it just trickles down, mm-hmm. but, um, I'm sitting on it. I'm sitting on it like you're riding a horse, just straddling it. And I'm just trying to get this freaking done. And I just hear this like scream, yell, howl. It was just terrifying. The only thing that I've that uh, I've heard that sounds like it. It's it's called. It's about it's a. It's with this guy, that uh, he was like foraging for mushrooms. He's looking at this mushroom. You just hear this scream, like fifty feet off. And he's just like, oh, I got to get out. That's, it sounded exactly like that. And, and I, I'm sitting there, and I pull my welding hood up, just like, what the hell was that? And I'm, and I'm, just, I'm just freaking out. And then I, 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 I mean, it's just like sleep paralysis. Like, you want to move, but you just can't. I'm just sitting there like a, like a bump on a log on top of this pipe. And I, I mean, anything could have gotten me, but. Could you still but, smell the smell at that point? I could, but it wasn't as bad. And from when I first heard it growl, it was probably about, about 40 feet, 40 to 50 feet, maybe even more from a, from, from, my front left, so it was off in the woods uh, quite a bit, which that's not very far away. Fifty feet's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. I mean it was enough to just like it nearly like almost like a gunshot. You know, it just kind of like deafens you, mm-hmm. and then it just like went completely quiet. Which I I've been around quiet woods before, not to say it was Bigfoot or anything, but just like eerily quiet, just like. I don't know what the hell was going on. I'm like, no, I just, I, I remember that I had my gun in my pants and I pulled it out and I saw how much my hands were shaking. Like, I'm not talking like tremors. Like I'm talking like, like one to two inch movements. I'm just like freaking out. And I just tightened my muscles and I popped off three shots into the woods. And I, I remember hearing the trees just like shake and rumble I remember just hearing like like a freaking heavy metal concert. Something was just like shaking and like so aggressively, uh, and then it just went dead silent after that. And I'm not at that point after I and I hear the, those noises. I'm just like I'm out of here, and I I grab my grinder, and I and I'm taking all my stuff back to the truck, 
and I hear this thing just it's just like a bulldozer just cracking cracking limbs uh, pushing over trees you can just hear the trees like whiplash and I'm, I cut my hoses with with my knife and I I I got out of there huh. it, yeah, I would have too. I probably would have left all that shit. Yeah, you you apparently pissed him off, Nathan. I uh, yeah. I know. Clearly, apparently he didn't like the sound of grinders either. <laughs> but that's so, not it, right? No, and I and I go back to grab because we use oxyfuel cutting to cut those pipes. And mm-hmm. I go back because the hoses I don't give two craps about. It's the head that's worth the the most amount of money. Wow. So I go back and I and I'm trying to fiddle with fiddle with it. I hear this big boom, and it, I mean it sounded almost like a car accident, but just like you don't hear any of the, like the screeching. You just hear the and I and I look back nearly right as it happens. And I hear my the the engine on the back stutter, and I and I look back because I have my headlights on just to see what the hell I can do. And I just see my, the the left side of my truck, just nearly two feet up in the air, and I just see it crash down. And I, I at that point, I I I left because it's a circle jig. I took the torch off. I left the jig, and I was out of there. Uh, I remember hearing like a couple of tree tree cracks as I'm going over there. But not just like little twigs, like you might crack for kindling, like big, like it nearly sounded. It sounded like a pistol going off. Just, I mean, I didn't go back over there and look because I was kind of done with that area. I just, just kind of bad juju. I didn't want to go in over there, piss anything else off than else that I didn't start before. And I guess I remember getting to my truck. And I drive away probably about a good 500 to 600 feet, enough to where I can see the, the main road. And I just I just remember like bawling my eyes out, just like this feeling of helplessness, just like just thinking that I could have just died just then. Like that's how scary it was. And then I, I just go home. My dog luckily wasn't with me, or I I guarantee she would have been she would have broke a damn window trying to get out. Oh yeah. And then (laughs) (laughs) then probably about two or three days go by. Might have been two. And I mean I I'm at work at six o'clock in the morning. Normally I get there at eleven. Just to just till the till the diggers get done digging and uh, doing marking. And I, I mean, I'm over there, and I'm just sitting on the back of my truck, just twiddling my thumbs for the most part of those two days. And I'm just on my phone, uh, just looking at whatever YouTube videos. And I just remember per- periodically just looking up, just watching the excavators, just the inner boy of me uh, coming out. And I just I get that feeling. Is this the same area that you were in before? It's probably about 300 to 400 feet further. It's it's not it's not it's a pre, it's pretty closer to where uh, I was, but it's 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 a ways away. 
um, and I'm and I'm and I and I just get that edgy feeling, like just kind of something's just just bugging me, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking all around. I, I mean, my arms are standing on edge, and I'm like, what? I, and I'm looking all around, and from my point of view, the back of my truck is facing all the excavators, and where I see it. It's across from the pipe or the pipe that, that, that they were digging. And I just, I'm looking all around and I'm just, I'm like, where, I, uh, at this point, I'm like, where is it? I know it's, it's, it's somewhere. And then just for whatever reason, my eye just catches this one thing that just stands out. It's behind these two big pine trees. And it must be about eight to nine feet tall. It was light brown. That's the only reason why I I, I didn't see it at first, because it nearly blended into the trees. But it was just that much lighter that I could just see it. And that's why why my I think my eye just picked it out. And I remember just watching it. And he had his leg almost kind of propped up because there's a big almost a slight hill it wasn't that big where you roll an ankle or something but it was it was a pretty steep hill and he had one leg almost back and he had one hand on either a branch or just against the tree and he was just sitting there watching just starting his head periodically I remember one time he looked in my direction I don't know if he was looking directly at me but it just like just like time froze I'm just sitting there watching him. I'm just like, holy crap. I I mean, I I watched Monster Quest and you know, my dad's a big Bigfoot believer. We've gone to Big Thicket trying to find Sasquatch, but but you know, just like being there, I'm just still just like what? And it it wasn't it was a mount because I didn't see the 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 breasts. Like mm-hmm. like you do with the the patty footage, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or like a couple of the videos that you see with them with the they're like picking up the the young one, but but he's he's more built, like more more muscle tone, like almost like a like a world class powerlifter or something, and but his torso, mm-hmm. it's like. Almost like it was, it was like stretched more, so it was almost out of proportion. He had like shorter legs than what you would see like a like a proportion to a human, and he had like longer arms. And hmm. I, and I remember seeing his face. So for the most part, around his mouth, and a little around his eyes, but he had a really high like brow ridge, like he came out like super deep. And he had really like almost undercut cheeks, like he was like a like starving or whatever. And I remember just like look, and as this, I mean, it must be like ten or fifteen minutes. I'm just like freaking out. So I'm would just you like, say he was more Neanderthal? Almost, but he was just gorilla. like really. I'd say more gorilla-like, but he, but he had that that big brow like a gorilla and his nose was almost flat, like almost like a, with like a boxer or something, somebody, but like with that gorilla, it wasn't like 
quite as like you know how a grill is sunken in like you could mm-hmm. see definition of it like how it was out but it wasn't quite as out as like uh mine or or yours okay and i remember i couldn't really see his eye color i could see a little white or from from the position which he's like maybe a hundred feet away so so enough to where i can see these all these features but not to see like the the extra fine details did he see I you remember, nathan do you did he know you were there well that area that i was in so the side of the roads where i would park on so those i think were recently cut down and de uh de uh, trunked because there's still kind of potholes in the ro- road where i would say that some trees were uh uh dug up and so i think that he thought that or at least what i think is that he thought that they were coming in and they're taking more forest away and that's why he came down to to watch and he's periodically just looking at the excavators and then he's looking kind of straightforward ish and then he look in my direction which i would say that he was looking at me but he kind of looked almost like past me, if he, that makes sense. He he probably thought you didn't see him, is what I'm guessing. Right. Yeah, it was kind of like a, oh crap moment. How long were and you it, staring at him? How long did this last? Like I said, like time just froze. I mean, it felt like hours. From I think it might have been like ten to fifteen minutes where I was just walking, watching him, and then. Uh, he looks at the excavators one last time and then he puts his hand down. He just stares at him for a couple of seconds and he turns his head and he just walks up. And I remember seeing him walk up and then just disappear kind of. And I just, it's just like, I just snapped out. I'm like, what the hell? And I, I didn't, I didn't stay after like I did, like like uh, the beginning nights, I stayed after till like ten or twelve. I I was out of there by six p.m. every day. I was not messing with any of those things. That was enough for me. When you saw him, did you know what it was then? Did you know what I, it was? I knew what it was exactly. You said that's whenever, a bigfoot. Whenever it was growling, I was just uh, uh, maybe it's a bear or something. I'd hell if I know, but whenever it it did that scream or yell, I'm just like, that's not a bear. Mm-hmm. And then it started cracking the limbs, shaking the trees. I'm like, I didn't necessarily go directly to Bigfoot, but I'm like, this is something that's just not normal. Mm-hmm. Are you still welding or? Um, I don't go back into the woods much more. I'm in Houston right now. I'm at my parents' place right now because the Wi-Fi at the trailer is kind of iffy mm-hmm. but um um but i do i do i do still the the structural welding so i do work out of my truck still but i mean if it if it called i mean i probably would i don't know if like deep woods like where it take me like 10 to 15 miles just to get out and to see a paved road and something where i don't have to four wheel drive it the entire time maybe but besides that uh, i don't 
really go out in the woods much anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, that being said, you probably would never want to see one again, I'm guessing. Or would you want to? Like all the, like uh, I've heard a couple of you guys' encounters uh, or the people up in, uh, what is it, Idaho or Ohio? Uh-huh. Um, where, you know, they're aggressive and, you know, they're trying to drive you out of their space and, you know, they're yelling and they're screaming and then you go up to like Oregon or Washington and they just, just kind of prance along and like nothing ever happened. Um, I mean, I'd say I'd like to uh, have one of those encounters, but definitely not the scary. Not the aggressive one. Pant one. I think uh, there's some theory about location and um, temperament. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's like a like a species thing? Like how some of them they might have like the coned head, and some of them have like the more like a gorilla shaped head where it's more long. Well, um, we've heard a theory that there's there's two different types. There's a there's a gorilla type and there's a human type. Um, as far as the cone head, I don't know if they have both that trait, but what I do tend to, to see is that um, there's more aggression in the southern, more warmer states. How by you? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if that has something to do with the climate, the temperature, or what. Um, I heard that they can tend to be, you know, more more aggressive down there for whatever reason. Um, like you said, the Pacific Northwest, That's they're just kind of nonchalant, like, oh, you saw me. No, you don't. Um, but yeah, we do hear more incidences with, um, aggressive encounters in the Southern states, Southern states, Southern Eastern. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Whatever that means. I don't know. (laughs) It could be something, uh, you know, along this quest to to figure these guys out. But Mm -hmm. what do you think these guys are, Nathan? Do you think they're purely flesh and blood? Do you think they're from another dimension? Uh, do they, What's what do you what's your what's your concept on these things? Have they been here forever? Have they been here recently? Are they from us? What are they, we from them? What what's your theory on this thing? I don't really like um, knock any theories like the like the interdimensional where they're here and like you're chasing after them, they just disappear, right. like out of air. Which I could, I mean, not necessarily like. I don't disprove it, but I'm, I just kind of seek that stuff openly just kind of take it as it is i would say for me personally it's a flesh and blood creature just based off of my encounter but like i've heard stuff about you know like government you know research and stuff like that how the government tracks them which i i would say i believe how they're all kind of closer to national parks where they can keep an eye on them well maybe kind of uh, yeah we we believe the government knows and they're covering this up. Right. I or like anyway. the, or like the, how we always see them around the, the military bases and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, it does seem to be my a dad, lot of those. he had brought up a, a good point. So we go to big thicket. We don't go for like the Bigfoot, but we go camping every once in a while. And every once in a while, there'll be like one to two park rangers that you might see three, at the most, like just driving by, checking on everybody. And then there's sometimes where it's like 10 to 15, you know, they're just like patrolling off and by, not necessarily just in big thicket, but just like uh, we've been to Yellowstone where it's like that. And we got to talk to some people and they're like, oh, it's never like this. We only see like one or two of them. 
I mean, just one at the gate and normally just one that drives up and down. Huh. And I'd say that, you know, they're just out there just to be cautious and watch them. or not necessarily watching them, but just like steer them or drive them away from areas that my campers or like people who uh, leave out their food or stuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's an amazing story, uh, Nathan. It's uh, yeah. very interesting, and I'm glad you came I, on the show and uh, shared I that. I can appreciate it because I used to be a welder, so that's I right. understand where you were coming from there. So. Brian, you were, weren't you? I, I, yeah, so, yeah, and it can be scary when you're welding alone with your hood down because anybody can sneak up on you. What so gets me is you had that smell with the hood on, right? Yeah, I mean, even because well, I You were probably it. lifting it up here and there, too, I'm guessing. Yeah, but, whenever I was, you know, I got that feeling, you know, I was just like, which with welding, you know, you kind of get that where you're just kind of seeing and you can't see your hand in front of you. I'm just like looking out into the darkness. You can kind of, cause the moon was kind of out. You could kind of see stuff, but it was, I would say like half moon or crescent moon where you could barely see anything. And I've ever just seen like the, like the light side of the trees. I'm just like, okay. And I just go back to welding. But even with like, uh, I worked at a uh, steel fab shop even with like the C25 gases, sometimes if you have that gas up high enough, you can just kind of like start to smell it. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say that's what it was it, but it was more of like it just kind of moved in just slowly and slowly and slowly until it was just to that point where it was just like in my face where I was just gagging and bawling. Mm-hmm. All right, Nathan, that was a great story, man. We appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing that with us. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on and and tell us. If you're ever out there and you uh, see anything else, you'd be sure to get a hold of us and let us know, man, okay? All right. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Well, you take care, bud. Texas, there's some, All right. some action going on yeah. down there. Eastern Texas, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So if you're in that area, keep your eyes open, man. Yeah. All right, bud. You take care. You have a good night. All right, take it easy. Okay. Thank it. Thanks. Brian, as I always say, that was an awesome show, man. That was a great show. Uh, kind of takes me back to my old welding days, listening That's to right. him talk. You were a welder uh, as well. I was. Did you do pipe welding and stuff like that? Like he was. Uh, no, I was just mostly structural welding. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I couldn't weld uh, nothing together <laughs> if you asked me to. So I have no clue what, what it involves really. But uh, I do know those helmets can be dark. So, but for him to smell that yep, through that yeah. helmet like that. Yeah, so you know, I had to be intense and close. Yeah, and then lifting his truck up like it did and dropping it mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. something did, you know. I mean, I don't blame well, him. Whatever it was. Yeah, I don't blame it, him for getting out of there. Me either. I don't think I would have went back. <laughs> no. Yeah, me either. Anyway, guys, thanks mm-hmm. for listening again so much. Um, come join our Facebook page and our group. If you yep. had an encounter and want to come on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Or like I said, get a hold of us on Facebook. Where else can they reach or out to us? Or Instagram or Twitter. Right on. And we're on every platform, I think. We're on YouTube. Um, Alexa, Brian, you can, we're on Alexa too, right? Alexa, yep. So, we got a, yeah, we're on just about everything. Every major platform, we're on it. That's kind of cool. You can just say, Alexa, play Cryptic Creatures, and she'll just start playing, right? Yep. Awesome. That's cool. Isn't yes, it? I will. <laughs> yep, I know. So right if you got on. a smart speaker, go that way. Exactly. Anyway, Brian, thanks again for hanging out with me, man. Yeah, man, always fun. Another good show, brother. Yep. All right, until next time, we'll talk to you later.